Happy Friday, audience. Welcome to Fireside Chats Without the Fires. Everything contact center, customer care, call center, everything you want in between. This is Neil Toff, and I'm joined by my co-host and dear friend, Paul Cathrell. Paul, how are you on this Friday? I'm very well, my friend. Very well, indeed. How are you? So are you hanging in there? You had a good week? Had a great week. Hard, hard week, to tell you the truth. Hard week. You know, we were both talking about this. We both had some difficult stuff going on this week. Yeah. Overall, grateful, blessed, happy. Uh, we'll power through all the difficult stuff, all the stuff we're learning. Um, and since it's Friday, and we're just coming out of a couple of religious holidays, whatever your faith or belief is, I thought it would be a good idea, Paul, if we could focus on a pretty cool topic that I think people like, which is the thought of CX heroes, customer experience heroes, people we look up to, people we admire, people whose work is essential in what we do, people who guide us. Um, and talk a little bit about that. I imagine Paul is, is, is an incredible leader and uh, person in the thought leadership world and, and, and operations leader that you are. I got to imagine you got some some CX heroes out there. I've, I've got a few, mate. Yeah, um, I've got a few of people that I've either followed on Twitter or I've read books about um, or I've read books that they've written about the whole customer experience and customer journey. And as you say, CX heroes, the one that really sticks out for me. So this is about a book. It was a, it's a book called Inside, Outside In, and it focuses on taking it right back. So looking at the whole customer experience from a customer perspective and then taking exist within the company from a business processing aspect if you will and the book's written by two guys called um, Harley Manning Manning and Kerry Broden I don't know if you've ever read it mate but I, I highly recommend it for those guys out there that are interested in customer experience and customer you know customer satisfaction really and again the book's called Outside In it's it's a worth the read it's a, it's about a 200 page book so for me, it was a super slow read. It took, it took me about three or four weeks to finish. But it, it really, took, it really spoke to me and took me through the journey of customer experience from start to finish. And it gave some real-life examples of companies out there that were struggling with customer experience. And then new leaders came in, and they started to look at it completely differently. There's a story about a CEO of a company that actually went out to the store to actually experience what the whole customer experience was like. And they saw some opportunities there. So I think that's a good starting point from me, mate. Um, how about you? Who, who really sticks out in your mind? Because you've got a wealth of, your network is fantastic. So who sticks out for you? Well, so, so I got to admit, I, I, I love to read. Uh, my attention span has been pretty limited uh, over you know, the last 10 to 15 <laughs> years. So I, I have uh, the ability to read shorter articles, you know, some white papers here and there, certainly stuff people post or, or, or tweet out, that's about yeah. appropriate for my attention span. But that being said, I, I kind of think about it maybe in three ways, because um, I, I definitely have CX heroes, but I think they kind of fall into three buckets. Uh, okay. Thought leaders, practitioners, and I have a third category that I call vendor managers or people that could kind of manage the relationship that our company called Zilla has had over the years. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're clients in essence, or, or people that I've seen that have managed uh, uh, business process outsourcers like us. On, on the first bucket, thought leadership, certainly uh, Brad Cleveland, 
the founder of ICMI would, would definitely, without a doubt, be one. Brad Cleveland uh, was one of these, you know, pioneers in uh, contact center. Really, at the, at the time, it was call center uh, leadership and uh, best practices and the topic of reporting and metrics and operations and call center management. And he's written a, mm-hmm. a slew of books and he continues to write. Uh, he's just has a, a new book out uh, that, that, that I purchased. Brad Cleveland, without a doubt, has to be number one on that list. Um, and that delves in then into a bucket of people that I've met through his organization, ICMI, Justin Robbins, Jeff Toyster. Jeff Toyster's uh, written several books and is an amazing thought leader. you got to check his stuff out. Justin Robbins has done an incredible job at keynote speaking, writing, uh, consulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also out of the, the ICMI fold. Um, people that I've met in that whole ICMI community, I'd, I'd say just thinking out loud, and if I forget one of them, God, if you're listening, please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> Sean Hawkins, Jeremy Watkin, Nate Brown, uh, Leslie yeah, O'Flynn, Nate Brown, Al Hopper, Nate Brown. I mean, you know, you, you look at Nate Brown. Nate, Nate Brown has just done some, some sensational stuff. He's created a, a community called CX Accelerator, and he's just really out there in terms of posting and uh, content and thought leadership and keynoting. And he's, he, and I, I've had the privilege of presenting with him a couple times. And uh, wow. what an amazing personality! Um, uh, so Jeremy Watkin, Patrick, Patrick, uh, yeah, certainly Patrick, who worked with Jeremy and with, um, and, and with Justin, Erica Maroy, um, Sean Hawkins, I think I said, um, Sarah Reed, yeah. who, who, who's now with Zendesk. Uh, oh, really? Okay. You know, th- yeah, that, th- that group of people and, and, and I, I know I'm probably forgetting some people there. And if, if I am, please forgive me. That, that group has just been a sensational peer group. These are people that write stuff, that blog, that tweet. Uh, oh, yeah. Roy Atkinson. Sorry, I have to add Roy Atkinson, who you've met. Remember, Roy uh, hosted a webinar that you and I first did before yeah. we, we even did our podcast. Roy, Roy is definitely out there as a thought leader and um, a, a, for me as, a, as a hero. Um, the second bucket I would go to is uh, practitioners, people that are actually okay. working in the contact center whether an in-house or outsource, or but you know, still on the front lines or managing the front lines, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, let me think out loud here. Uh, Karen Vaughn, who's at Nike, who was a former client of mine, love Karen Vaughn. Doug Willoughby, same thing. Who, you know, he, he, Doug and Karen were, were clients at the same time. Um, uh, Jacob Shields is, is a guy who uh, I know from the IC, ICMI community. He does some sensational work. Um, and there's 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 certainly more. And then the third bucket I would say is this kind of like this vendor management group, some people that I've worked yeah. with closely. They as my clients, me as their vendor or partner. Ryan Bicknell okay. certainly is one of them. And I know Ryan's out there. He's he's following this podcast. Uh, Ryan is a low profile guy, but probably the smartest guy I've ever worked with. Lou Blanchard, who worked uh, in the same organization as Ryan. Those guys have been sensational. Um, I've had some dealings with Ryan. I've, I've had some conversations with Ryan in the past. He's a great guy. He really is a great Super guy. guy. Super yeah. Guy. Sorry. This is one of those guys who I said, like, I would work for Ryan or he would work for me or we'd work on the same team. Like, th- this is a guy that I would definitely uh, continue to work with. And he's been a client yeah. three times, three different uh, companies that he's worked at. And, and uh, that, that guy is sensational. Uh, I would also, by the way, I, I would add this kind of a subcategory. So, you know, in this BPO thing that we do, uh, yeah. we we have competitors, right? And, and people that, that, yeah. that we meet that... Uh, roughly do the same thing. And one would think, well, you know, they're competitors, they're your enemies. I think the opposite, <laughs> these are your, your peers, your colleagues, and 
people that because they do the, roughly the same thing that you do, they're, they're sources of, of information, sources of ideas, sources of experience and thoughts. And anytime that we can share with those guys, the opportunity is just sensational. The first guy, you, know, you have to mention him as a guy named Sam DiLiberto. And, and if you're in the U.S. and you know, uh, go to, you know, customer care and contact center events, you've got to see Sam. You run into Sam. Everybody knows Sam. <laughs> um, I learned from Sam. I've had a chance to, to collaborate with Sam. Um, and, and just share a lot of you know, really quality time with him over the last year or two. And that Sam's just a sensational guy, very well-known, smart, well-networked. And what Sam has taught me is the value of relationship. And we'd always talk about relationship. Well, Everyone no. knows relationship is important, but that's a guy who puts that into practice, relationship. So he's checking in on people, he's calling, he's talking, he's communicating with, he's organizing his Yankee baseball game every summer that, that you know, hundreds of people want to come to. Uh, Sam DeLiberto is, is sensational. There's probably more and more and more, but you know, that, those are kind of my list and how I would divide it out. Those are my CX heroes and they yeah. do different things in the CX world, but That's without right, a doubt, man. there's, there's, there's so many people that have influenced me and that I'm, I'm certainly grateful for, for how they've helped me in my, my career. If, if we go back to the BPO world, for, for me, there's two people that stand out and only because not that's wrong to say only it's because of the way they treat their staff. So I think from a, a customer experience, from a internal staffing standpoint, if you get my drift, rather than customers. Although, in my opinion, they both go hand in hand, right? If you treat your staff well, by default, they'll look after your, your customers. Richard Branson is a huge fan of that, you know, making sure you, you train your staff well enough so they can leave, but you treat them well enough so they don't want to leave. So that's kind of Richard Branson's uh, mythology, right? Um, but the two people that really stand out for me, and you, you must be aware of these guys, are the guys that started Taskers, you know, Bryce Maddox and, and Jasper sure. Weir. They're, yep. they're fantastic. And I've been fortunate to see upfront and personal the stuff that they do with their, their frontline staff to keep them engaged and to keep them happy. And they really are leaders in terms of the whole agent experience that therefore by default leads to a great customer experience right they're, they're really setting some standards out there in terms of nate brown what do you think sets him apart because i i agree with you right he's very prominent he's done some great stuff out there in social media what makes him one of the heroes one of the leaders in in the current climate why is there so much so good positive news about him I love this. So if you look at Nate Brown, Nate Brown is human. He's as human as it gets. Nate Brown is authentic. He puts himself and his personality out there. He, he's unique. Nate is the guy that will come to a keynote dressed in a lime green suit. Nobody wears lime green suits. When was the last time you saw someone wearing a lime green suit? Or he'll, he'll combine a shirt and a pant or, you know, something that is catchy. He's putting himself out there. It's different. Um, but what's really special about you, about Nate is that it's not flash. It's not superficial. It's not uh, just marketing and fluff. What's behind there are some brilliant ideas, the brilliant ability to communicate. Mm. It's experience. Nate's been on the front lines. He's trained people. He's led people. He's innovated. Um, Nate is a sensational communicator. And because I've had a chance to collaborate in these, these sessions I've done together with him, you know, I, I remember, uh, going back well, three or four years ago, we, we spoke at an ICMI event and yeah, we put on the topic was gamification and he and I were both okay. doing some pretty cool stuff in gamification at the time. He was doing it one way. I was doing it another yeah. way, but because the topic was gamification, he came up with the idea of let's make this really catchy. And 
will dress up for this presentation as Luigi and Mario and from Mario Brothers. But if you know me, like I, I don't mind putting myself out there. I don't put I don't put Halloween costumes. I don't get dressed up as Mario. Man, yeah. Can you believe it? Nate had me dressed up as Mario in this red suit. And there's a great oh, really? photo out there somewhere. Uh, and and he was Luigi, or he was Luigi, and I was Mario. I don't remember really, but the the costumes were great. And that guy got me to put on that costume. And I tell you, we had no less than I think 250 people in the room, and um, Nate just crushed it. He he destroyed the room. He was on his game. I was okay. I was okay. Yeah. I'm uh, sure you were bad at okay, mate. You you, you dumb yourself but, down. I'm sure you were fantastic. You know well, thank you. But you know what's amazing is is as a speaker, being on the stage and being able to watch the guy you're speaking with just destroy it. You know up yeah. there. You can tell when people are just hanging on every word. Nate had everyone hanging on his every single word. He's walking around the room and pointing to the slides and talking. And he's just talking from his experience and his knowledge. And, and you know, I'm one of those guys. I look back at the screen. I'm pointing to it. Nate just, you know, it came out. It was natural. Wow. It was authentic. And I think that's one thing that makes him an incredible CX hero because those qualities resonate with people. People want to have someone that they look up to, that they trust, that they believe in, uh, that they respect because that person knows what they're talking about. That's Nate. And by the way, I think that's all the people I've, I've, I've mentioned. They are really authentic, good believable people these people are believable they've got stories to tell and you listen to their stories and they're real stories and they, they resonate with people i think yeah i think you're right i think people can tell when you're being authentic or not or where you've lived where you've actually been at the front line and lived it right um because you, you people know people can hear when you're talking the truth and when you may be not should we put not in inverted commas that much the, the yeah. only... by, by the way, as we're talking here, you know, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to throw out some names, and I thought, oh, Go oh, on. man, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss some people. I'm going to forget some people because it's for me it's such on. a long list of people I'm grateful to and have worked so well with. <laughs> Two just come to my mind. If they would kill me, and I would, I would really be upset if I overlooked them. Lisa Deal, um, who I know from the SoCap world, uh, customer care. We presented together. She's innovative. She's a thought leader. She's a leader of people. She's been an incredible, uh, I, I would say mentor to me and, 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 and colleague and someone I learned from and enjoy interacting with. Um, it, she's also an amazing vendor manager, a sensational person. Right. And then the other person I would say is Jenny Dempsey. Uh, Jenny Dempsey, uh, from San Diego is a person who is one of the most unique people I've ever seen. Innovative, creative, artistic, authentic. Jenny is, has created this niche about contact center wellness. And what that means and how wow. uh, people on the front line should take care of themselves. People in the front lines are, are getting battered verbally every single day. And they're sitting in these uncomfortable chairs and, and cubes and workstations. They're, they're, they're physically uncomfortable. They're emotionally uncomfortable. They're, they're mentally at, on, on the firing lines. And that, that, you can, they got to take care of themselves. And she's, she's created this niche around this contact center wellness concept how you physically take care of yourself, exercising and, and doing yoga and being healthy, but also around diet and, and, and I think uh, the different exercises to keep your, your mind fresh. Uh, and by the way, she, she makes up songs. She, she writes music, writes lyrics and sings songs. And who the heck would have thought that that would be interesting really? to see a, a minstrel, uh, if that word still exists today, I don't know, singing about the context, the plight of the contact center work. And she's out there doing this <laughs> and it's, and, and it's this beautiful voice and beautiful personality. And 
um, she's done amazing work. I think that those those two people, and as we continue to talk, I'll probably think about more. But those people we have to certainly mention. I think those are those are heroes to me, and and, and people that are doing some really cool stuff. That that's amazing, and I think that's a topic that we should explore in future podcasts about the wellness side of things, right? So, sorry to bring up Taskers again, but I know the stuff they've done you know, to look after their frontline agents. And even one of my close friends, um, a, a, a person I know extremely well, go by the name of Claire Owens, Owen, I should say, sorry. She started her own app. The app's called uh, You Me App, and it's you know, to make sure people have a better sense of themselves and that they're not, you know, they're not going down a dark and lonely path. Um, so yeah, I, the only the only other person that I want to call out from a hero's perspective, and only because I read a couple of his books, and you're probably aware of him, a guy by the name of Jay Beer. Um, he's wrote two books that have really stood out for me. One's called Hug Your Haters, and the other one is called Utility. Um, you spell utility is U O sorry Y O Utility. And it's all about, you know, how you can benefit the customer and, you know, how you are part of the problem, part of the solution rather part of the problem. So, yeah, that's the only other person that, that really sticks out for me. But I'm just impressed by, A, how many people you know and, and how many of those have really had a positive impact on you and, and, and your career, mate, in terms of their thought process and the, the thought leadership that they, that they demonstrate, mate. Yeah, you know, look, it's because today's Friday and we talked about this before the we hit the record button. I think it's what it, what's called Follow Friday, maybe. And that kind of motivated, motivated yeah. me to think about people who we follow, people we recommend should be followed, people we're grateful to. And then ultimately the word hero, CX heroes, uh, different exactly. people doing different things that benefit the community, benefit customers, benefit brands, benefit themselves, benefit those of us that are either on the front lines or behind the front lines or managing the front lines. But, uh, you know, without those people, most of us wouldn't be here today. And uh, the spirit for, for Friday is certainly to be grateful and express that. And because of this crazy COVID-19 thing, but uh, th- this was a sensational set of, of ideas, Paul. I, re- I really thank you. I appreciate it. By the way, I, I got to say, not just saying it to say it, but you're one of my CX heroes. Uh, <laughs> you you, you are a, an incredible manager of people and, and ideas and concepts and, um, for those of us that have had the experience of working either with you, for you, alongside you, or observing the stuff you do and how you do it, hats off to you. You do an amazing job as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. As as we come to the end of the podcast, I've got a couple of shout outs, if that's all right, if you don't mind. Of course. Shout out. So the first thing is we are now over 100 downloads. Can you believe it? When I checked it yesterday, we're now at 135 downloads, and this is our fifth podcast fourth or fifth podcast amazing right amazing and also consider now that we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud and podcast one i'm i'm gobsmacked mate i think it's a wonderful journey that you and me are currently on and i'm loving every minute of it sensational it's amazing news and just to think we haven't actually paid anybody of those people to to download this stuff they've done it out of their exactly. own free will or I don't think we've had to twist their arms or anything. So really, I I think maybe we could say those people are our heroes. Maybe some of them are family members and friends, but you know what? Regardless, (laughs) thank you. We appreciate it. The the support is amazing. We hope you like the content that we're producing here and we plan to certainly do more if you'll have us. Um, Absolutely. It would be a happy, 
it would be a happy Friday to close here. Uh, this has been Fireside Chats Without the Fires. Uh, Neil Toff, Paul Catherall. Absolutely, please continue to download our stuff. Love having please. you. Thank you for allowing us into your earphones, into your speakers, into your podcast, into your cell phone, into your whatever, however you download and digest this content. Thank you. Happy Friday. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. Thank you.